All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free number. We'd love to hear from you today, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. There are three big issues we got to deal with today. One is uh, how do we deal with Russia's Russian aggression that is escalating, and our military leaders have been saying it's been escalating now for some time. And by the way, China aggression has been escalating uh, for some time as well. Remember, uh, Nancy Pelosi was going to go to Taiwan and they, you know, threatened to down the plane. You know, there's something that is unfolding that is extraordinarily dangerous for this country and really for the free world. It's, it's way bigger than us. And a lot of it now is rooted in, you know, people want to focus on the Ukrainian part of, you know, Russia's hostility towards us. Trust me, it, it, the territorial ambitions of Putin, in my mind, go way beyond the Donbass region where uh, there's more Russian nationals uh, than people loyal to Ukraine. That, that could be an, an argument, part of a negotiation. Would I like a negotiated settlement, like this to go away, snap my fingers, wish it away? I'd love that. I'd like peace in the Middle East, too. Would I, I want that to go away. About you, when you raise kids and you teach teach them to kill Jews and hate Jews, uh, it's going to be a little difficult. It's kind of becomes generation from to generation to generation. These are very, very complicated issues that are unfolding here. And a lot of it is complicated because we have a president that is weak and frail and cognitively compromised. And I said this many, many times in the past and now we're seeing the consequences of what I observed very early on that others wouldn't say out loud but could see as well. And that is that our enemies are seeing this. They study our presidents daily. They, they have intel that we wouldn't even imagine that they possibly can have. And God only knows what dossiers they, Russia and China, for example, might have on the Biden family, considering all the business dealings that we're going to find out a lot more about, hopefully soon, from, from the House Government Reform and Oversight Committee. So we have this incident in the sky with our drone, and the first instinct is to say, oh, it's, it was probably, in the administration, it was probably unintentional probably the result of some profound incompetence on the part of one of these Russian pilots. One pilot friend did say that it was a really rare and even dangerous maneuver uh, that they made. Okay, I'll, I'll take that at face value. But do you really believe it was an accident and incompetent when they dumped fuel on the drone not once but twice? Was that really an accident? Do you believe that this little itty bitty drone in the sky? Do you believe that that was an accident? Because if you do, you're nuts. Your, you, your brain cells aren't working properly. But that's what they told us. You know, they finally now have released the video, and we'll show you on Hannity tonight, of the moment when the Russian fighter jet collided with the drone. It just clipped it. And NBC News echoing what I've been telling you, that Russian leadership approved of all of these aggressive actions against of jets that damaged our drone. Didn't damage it, it destroyed it. Uh, what's really frustrating is now Russian ships uh, have been spotted in the Black Sea near the drone crash site. And, and back to my other point, though, you know, there have been assessments. Putin has made this assessment. President Xi has made the assessment. The Mullahs in Iran have made the assessment. 
the uh, Kim Jong-un has made the assessment that America has a cognitive mess of a president who is weak and frail and indecisive and a president that really doesn't know what the hell he's doing. It was Bob Gates that said on every single foreign policy issue, Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of it his entire career. This is way above his head. He does not know what to do. Now, weakness, we know, incurs aggression. Peace through strength is not a cliche. It is not a platitude. It is a philosophy that the only thing that the world's you know, worst actors and dictators understand is strength. That's why Ronald Reagan, when he first became president, he pointed out that we had deteriorated our military to such an extent he called it a gap of vulnerability created by Jimmy Carter and other presidents even before him, and that we were way too vulnerable. So Reagan uh, started what, what, is, what was at the time, and then Trump did it in his term, the biggest military buildup in the modern era. And you know we even at that point had a 600-ship Navy. I think we have half of that now. Um, you might remember in April of 1986, Reagan ordered the strike on Tripoli and Benghazi retaliation for a, a number of attacks from Libya, uh, including on a U.S. aircraft and the West Berlin nightclub uh, bombing. One serviceman died at 50 were injured in that bombing. So what did Reagan do with pinpoint accuracy? He nailed Gaddafi's two sons and killed his 15 month old daughter. Now, what do you think Gaddafi's thinking? The next missile's coming for me. And you don't hear from Gaddafi anymore. That's peace through strength. Now, what is Joe Biden? What has happened since the China spy balloon incident? Nothing. If anything, the communist Chinese, they have gotten more aggressive in their comments towards not only Taiwan, but the United States. We're getting lectures today from Russia all over the place that the United States better back off. Are you kidding me? We, the, as if we're responsible for this. There's not even a dispute these were international waters. Anyway, so we now have a number of Russian naval vessels spotted by the crash site. They're trying to steal the drone, our drone, that they shot, that they took down. And the idea that Vladimir Putin didn't sign off on this is just, it's just garbage. Unintentional garbage. I don't believe it. You know, maybe this was not the way they planned it, but they were planning to take it down. That's why they dumped fuel on it twice. By the way, pretty sophisticated maneuver for a pilot. Maybe not the best way to take down the drone using your own aircraft to hit it, but, you know, certainly it was their intention. You know, by the way, Biden's defense budget cuts spending while boosting spending on climate change by nearly 20%. The Pentagon is now facing rising threats from China, Russia, Iran, which we're told may be nuclear capable in, in no time at all, not to mention needing to replenish supplies, weaponry, uh, considering all of the monies we sent to Ukraine, you know, but the recklessness you know, inflation running at 6%. Biden is only asking for just 3% more for defense next year. That's not enough, especially with the monies that they've been sending to Ukraine. And that's another point. Now, support for Ukraine is diminishing precipitously in this country. And by the way, rightly so. And I'm going to tell you what I would do if I was Joe Biden right now. And this really angers me. 
is I would say no more money to Ukraine. And I would I would send, I don't know, an email, have somebody communicate. Joe Biden probably can't. He's not capable of calling that many people in Europe and telling them what their responsibility is. And every country in Europe needs to be given a number, a financial number. And unless and until they step up financially to protect their continent, the United States is not going to bail them out. That's it. Now, if they meet their obligations, then we'll talk about meeting, helping, assisting, aiding, abetting. And there's one other condition. If you're going to fight Ukraine, if Ukraine is going to fight Putin, they got to fight to win. All of this, no, you can't have the MiGs from Poland. I noticed finally yesterday, Poland is going to send four MiGs. They wanted to send 30 MiGs. Stop putting handcuffs on a country, sovereign country that was invaded. And Zelensky is not as pure as the driven snow either. As what, three, four of his aides, you know, caught with their hand in the cookie jar. But the people of Ukraine deserve a lot of credit. They have been fearless. They have been courageous. Their valor has been on display. They have a right to fight for their country. Now, in the end, probably a negotiated settlement would be ideal, but I don't see Putin sitting at the table. Anytime they've discussed it, Putin says, all right, well, we'll have some talks. Then as soon as the Ukrainians let their guard down, boom, you know, more apartment buildings, more infrastructure, more neighborhoods are just blown up into smithereens. It's been indiscriminate bombing left, right, sideways and everywhere else. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, it is uh, what you have here with Russia's visit pr- with President Xi now. You have an effort, a combined axis of evil evolving before the entire world. I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I am saying that Europe needs to step up and we should stand down until they do. And then everybody's got to come to an agreement that if you're going to fight the war, win the war. Well, he might use nuclear weapons. Well, he might. You're right. But guess what? Western uh, countries like ours have met weapons to match theirs. So that's called mutually assured destruction. We've lived with that our entire lives. So you know what? You can't let that hold you hostage. If you do, you're never going to be able to do anything. Um, It's very, very frustrating. They don't want to admit their mistakes. And where is where are the military professionals I mean, we all they keep saying is we, we don't we seek no conflict with Russia. It's like they're begging Putin not to do anything else. And Putin's sitting there laughing. Him and President Xi, you know what they're going to be doing? They're going to be they're going to be laughing at, mocking and strategizing how to further weaken the United States of America. This is what a weak president brings to the country. And it's not good for anybody. None of this is good for anybody. Um, and, you know, you, some people that say it has everything to do with Ukraine and we're, ah, just just let Putin take Ukraine. OK, well, take Ukraine. Do you think he wants any parts of Poland? Huh? Uh, what about to the north? You think he wants uh, any parts of basically there's already a line. Uh, yeah. Uh, Belarus is basically half Russian already. You want him to have Belarus, too? You know, where is it going to stop? Do you think his territorial ambition stops at the Ukrainian border? Okay, that's maybe a good theory, but maybe you're wrong.
Maybe it goes further than that. Again, this is not an e- these are not easy, simple issues. What is simple, the simple part is you need a strong president. You need a strong leader. You need someone decisive. You need someone engaged. Right now, all of our best and brightest military people, retired and other, need to be sitting in the situation room and coming up with a plan because now they're telling us, you know, this this Russian aggression has been going on for some time. They just haven't been telling us about it. We've watched and witnessed Chinese aggression, and, and that's been escalating, and they're not doing anything about it. But we better get our arms, wrap our minds, and, and get the best and brightest we have militarily around this, or this thing is going to spiral out of control in ways we can't predict today. And it's all rooted in the fact, and, and our hands are tied in the fact, that we have a frail, weak, cognitive mess of a president. I know, I know, that other guy, he put out mean tweets and he says uh, bad things about the media. It was so awful. I'll take that guy. They feared him. They were afraid of him. They weren't sending spy balloons into the U.S. under Trump. They weren't shooting down drones under Trump. And when Iran attacked uh, our bases in Syria and our men in Syria, they took out Soleimani. And then they wiped out the caliphate. And that's how you should fight a war. If you fight it, you fight it to win it. The caliphate grew under Biden-Obama, and it got destroyed under Trump. And now the caliphate's on the move again. Shocking. Uh, it's, it's so frustrating. By the way, I'll tell you what's even more frustrating. Janet Yellen today. Oh, my gosh. You know, Trump warned she shouldn't be, you know, involved in anything as it relates to money. And he was right. I, we have that cut. We'll play it for you. Uh, we'll play Janet Yellen at these hearings, too. We'll get to all of this today. A lot of news. By the way, I'm worried about the border. I'm worried about energy. I'm worried about China, Iran, North Korea, Russia. I'm worried about what's going on in Ukraine. I'm worried about our borders and, and our energy crisis, self-inflicted. We've got a lot of problems here in this country. These are very, very volatile, unpredictable times we're living in. Uh, look, if you're in the market for a new firearm, I love this company. I really love them. They're amazing. Henry Repeating Arms. Every Henry is made in the U.S. or not made at all. Every Henry has a lifetime satisfaction guarantee. Every Henry I have uh, was accurate right out of the box. Uh, they got an incredible rifle. I just got it myself. The U.S. Survival Rifle. You're going to love this. It's light, easy to transport. You can take it apart, put it back together in seconds when you need to. The parts fit right into the, its stock, so it's easy to stow in your car or truck. Now, it's compact, so you can carry it everywhere. It's only three and a half pounds, 16 inches when disassembled. You have three types of camo you can choose from, or just get it in plain old black. And it's very affordable, depending on the finish you like, between 250 and 400 bucks. Uh, you can watch some of the videos when you go to HenryUSA.com. Just go slash survival to see the U.S. survival rifle. Or just go to HenryUSA.com. Make sure you get your free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you are. This company's great. They have over 200 models to choose from. You can't go wrong with any one of them. Anyway, HenryUSA.com. Get your free catalog, free decals, list of dealers where you are.